0: Welcome to an all new episode of Fast Friends Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Cummins, at Logan Cummins on Twitter. And on today's episode, I'll try to make friends with comedian, author, and actress Sarah Colonna faster than my wife tells me to turn off Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas in the morning. I'm Logan Cummins. I'm a former pro wrestling creative, a mediocre stand-up comedian, and a ranch dressing aficionado who lives beyond my means. This is my weekly podcast where I set out to make friends with each and every one of my guests. Sometimes it works. Other times, not so much. Sarah, welcome to the Fast Friends Podcast.
1: Thank you. How are you? I'm doing
0: great. How are you doing? I'm lying. I'm not doing great. It's, yeah, <laughs> I'm doing okay.
1: <laughs> well, okay is better than not okay. And, uh, you know, just shoot for the minimal. Yeah. You know,
0: it's, uh, I just feel like that's, we're all just getting by at this point. So. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, it is early in the week, which is a bummer. Cause you know, that just means the rest of the week. How is, how is your week going? Did I see that you were with Heather today?
1: Uh, yes. Yeah. I was doing a uh, juicy scoop, which her podcast juicy scoop. So that'll oh, be yeah. out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about Heather McDonald in case you don't know uh, who we're talking about. That's awesome. Her podcast is doing great. I'm so happy for her.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. She has so much fun and then uh, she has a fun, fun audience <laughs> space. So she is.
0: Yeah. She's a, uh, she's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, I'll give you a quick overview of the premise of the podcast and then we'll just jump right in unless you have any questions. Awesome. So it's three rounds. Uh, the first round will be called the fast forward round where I'll just go through and ask you some general questions about like your life, your career, things like that. The second round is called five for five. So I have prepared five questions for you. Um, you have the opportunity. I I don't know if you prepare them or if you're going to do it on the fly, but you get to ask me five questions. And then the last uh, round is called the fast friends fortune teller, where we will, um, use one of those paper fortune tellers from, uh, like childhood to pick an activity and then we will, um, end with a friend request.
1: Okay. Awesome.
0: Awesome. So I will jump right in. So my first question for you is, I believe that if my research is correct, that you were born in Germany, uh, but then raised in Arkansas. Yes. How did that happen?
1: Uh, my dad was in the air force base. So Germany, I was born on an air force base. Yes.
0: Okay. And then how old were you when you moved uh, to Arkansas?
1: We moved around a bunch in the states before I ever got to Arkansas. Honestly, we was uh, I was in Germany a very short period of time, and I think we moved to the states back. I mean, I personally was back in the states um, by the time I was like two or so, and then we lived oh, okay. in a few different states. And then when my parents split up, we were living in Texas, and then we moved to Arkansas because that's where my mom's family was. So she wanted to go there when, as a single mom, well, you know, newly single mom with two kids, she wanted the help of her family around her. So Arkansas, we came. <laughs> that makes,
0: that makes total sense. Germany to Arkansas uh, should have
1: been the name of one of my books though. Now that we talked about it,
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, a slight, de- a couple detours, but yeah, you, it's a, that would be a fun title. Um, the city that you're from is you're, if my, again, research Farmington,
1: uh, I grew right. up in Farmington, Arkansas. Yeah. yeah for the most part. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I went to yeah. uh, like most of my school years there and then graduated in the university of Arkansas in Fayetteville. Okay. Did
0: you know, um, I, I was doing some research on Farmington and I've, I saw that it's <laughs> yeah. been characterized as a bedroom community. Do you have any idea what that means? Cause I think it sounds sexier than what it is.
1: I have no idea what that means. And I can definitely say as a person from Farmington that it is not sexy. So <laughs> if they're trying to make it sound sexy, good on them, like that's, you know, the town publicist is doing great.
0: <laughs> it is, it is not, it's a, uh, it means it's basically like a commuter town. So like people just live there and then they leave to go to work and come back every day. So like it's just a bunch of back and forth.
1: Got it. Yeah, that makes the most sense because it's, uh, it's right outside of, of Fayetteville, <laughs> which is probably where the majority of people that live there probably work.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You're also one of uh, only two notable residents from Farmington, um, which I thought was very shocking because my small town that I grew up in has three notable residents.
1: Oh, there um, you go. Who are they?
0: I know. Uh, one of them's name is actually, if you give me a second, I'll pull them up. Cause I don't, oh, want, I they're ask, not that
1: notable. Right. I can ask you at the end. That can be one of my questions for you.
0: I'm already there. If you, It, it was a Walt Justice who was a baseball player, um, in 1905 with the Detroit Tigers. Um, a guy, a person named EJ Pennington, who was an inventor and an automotive pioneer and Janet Rumsey, who was a, uh, all American girls, professional baseball pitcher.
1: Oh, nice! All right, it's very sporty. Your town, it's very sporty. As you can see,
0: I picked that uh, came. I I got that directly from where from there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but do you know who the other notable resident is from Farmington? I don't. Oh, uh, not my uh, mom. It's a no. It should be. She knows Luke be. Bryan, right? That's right. <laughs> um, it's somebody named Lance Eads who's like a state senator. So,
1: oh, um, okay, all right, yeah. Well, there you go. Know. Me and Lance, me and Lance. <laughs> um,
0: so you were uh, how you have one sister. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Awesome. Where are you in the birth order? Are you oldest or youngest? I'm youngest. She's three years older than me. All right. Awesome. Um, <laughs> and what would you say that you were like as a kid? Like if we were to ask your mom and you weren't here, what, what do you think she would say?
1: Um, I was like a little bit, I was I guess I was like a little bit more of not a goody two shoes, but like in my younger years I kind of was cause my sister was older than me. So like she snuck out of the house and did those things. And I was like, Oh, you can't do that. But then I got a little bit older and then like through parties when my parents would go camping. So, um, you know, I, it eventually came out. I wasn't too good of a goody two shoes for too long, but I think for the most part, my mom would say I was a pretty, uh, not too much of a troublemaker and probably, yeah. uh, you know, probably thought I was funny.
0: <laughs> um, that's fun. Did, were you like a good student and good at school then if you were a goody two shoes, like, did that translate over to school? Like a, you weren't in trouble or I troublemaker? was.
1: Yeah, I was good at school. I didn't really get in trouble in school and I definitely was good and worried about my grades a lot. Um, and then, you know, it was like always quote unquote, like honor student or whatever, but then, which mm-hmm. I'm not sure it's that hard to be in Farmington, to be honest. So, um, <laughs> Uh, and then I, and then when I went to college, my first year was like the first time I ever got a few bad grades. Cause I was like, Oh, I'm in college and I, then now we can just have fun. And then they were like, no, you actually have to study here too. And I was like, Oh, so I got my, I got my shit together a few days after that, you know, a few after getting a bad grade or two, I was like, Oh, Oh, I can't wait. I can't waste my college money on this absolutely. Were you paying for it yourself? Uh, no, my, I guess I mean, my parents' college money.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, it doesn't, I, it doesn't matter. It's expensive either way. I was just curious. I feel like the kids that I went to school with that like had to pay for it themselves. Um, they, like I feel like they took it a little more seriously than some of the others. That's, that's the only reason I was asking. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I, I like to ask this question cause I think it's funny to hear if people say, well, if they say yes, like what it is, what, did you have like a one of your yearbook superlatives at all? Were you nominated for anything?
1: I don't think so. No, no, I wasn't. Okay. No. Okay. Mm-mm.
0: No, that's all right. Some, you know, some of
1: us. Uh, we I should have just lied and said something. Yeah, I should have just made something up, you know. But yeah,
0: it's all right. well, I have a copy of the yearbook here from Farmington, so I would have called you out on it. No, I'm kidding.
1: That would be awesome. <laughs> you somehow get on uh, everyone's yearbook that you're that yeah as you a guest. That would be an amazing talent.
0: Honestly, that really would, you can find a lot of them online. Like, so, uh, when I turned 40, uh, there was somebody that like found and hunted down all of these pictures from like the yearbook when I was like in sixth or seventh grade or something and sent these really embarrassing pictures to Liz. So
1: that's amazing. That's They're <laughs> online,
0: I guess somewhere. I don't know where um, you said you went to the university of Arkansas. What did you study while you were there?
1: Uh, theater. That was my, I got a, a, a okay. BA in theater. Mm-hmm. Okay
0: and so you were you wanted to do acting like from a younger age,
1: yeah, yeah, it was always my goal to do acting and stand up and and all of the and just I don't know why or or where it came from, but I always wanted to do it.
0: did you have like people that I mean you just said you don't know why so now I'm asking you a follow-up question about that, which is pretty a pretty dick move um <laughs> <laughs> but did you have like specific I, I guess the reason I'm asking is like comedians I like as a child or like even a teenager until probably like I'd say Saturday Night Live for me. I didn't really know like that comedians sort were of a thing. Like, did you have people that you looked up to when you were younger and said like I want to do that because of them? Or you just like uh, how the did you know? Like,
1: I would say it would be more like a Carol Burnett and a Lucille Ball and 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 people like that that were that were my sort of inspirations as far as thinking they were just the, these hilarious women, not necessarily quote unquote stand up comedians, but like funny women, right? You know? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Right on. That's great. That's great. Um, and so you were like, once you were done with school, peace out, I'm heading to California. Was it that fast? Yeah,
1: it was. I left, uh, I graduated in, um, you know, when do you graduate April, May, May, I guess. And I, uh, yeah. moved the last weekend of June to California. So it was pretty okay. quick. I was like, I got to get out of here. Otherwise I'm going to stay or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you like going back now to visit?
1: Yeah, I do. I mean, I still have all my family there. I actually just spent two months there doing a play, which was crazy. So, um, I do. It's a beautiful, Fayetteville is a beautiful city. Farmington's great. Like it's a, it's a really nice, uh, area. And I kind of, sometimes I forget. And when I'm afar, you know, away from it for a bit. And then when I go home, I'm like, Oh, it's so nice here. Okay. It's a nice place to visit. Don't want to live there, but I love it.
0: Right, right. I feel the same way about my about my hometown. Like I can't say enough nice things about it as long as I'm like uh, you know, 200 miles away minimum.
1: <laughs> Makes sense. Um, yep.
0: <laughs> okay, did you do any comedy at all when you were still in Arkansas or did you start doing that when you moved west?
1: No, it was all when I moved West. There wasn't really any place to do it. Yeah. (laughs) There wasn't a scene there. Uh, there definitely is now and there's, uh, you know, open mics and all the things. Uh, if you were, if you were starting out, you would probably have a lot, uh, more to do in this sort of college town (laughs) area, but there wasn't anything there when I was there.
0: Okay. Right on. Um, how was it like adjusting to LA when you first got there? Were you like overwhelmed? Like, what did you do for work? You know, I, I, everyone yeah. has like those crazy like stories of all the things they did to try to pay bills while they were working towards their dreams. Right.
1: Yeah. My, um, dad lived in California. So I, he lived in orange County. Um, still does. Okay. But, um, so at the time I, 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 I my, the plan was to, well, I don't know if it was his plan, but I moved in with him for about, uh, <laughs> I'd say about eight months, and basically it was just like a landing pad in between uh, because, you know, it's really hard to save money, obviously, in college. So I uh, I basically moved in with him and my stepmom for a few months and just got a job working at a bar and saved up as much as I could. And then when a friend of mine also moved to uh, Los Angeles not too long after that, then once I saved enough money, she and I got an apartment together in Hollywood. So I kind of had a good, um, at least I had someone there to to sort of help the transition a bit.
0: Yeah. I, f- I forgot that your dad is out there because um, I've seen you post about being out there and he's, he's like a big baseball fan, right?
1: Yeah. He was a sports editor um, for yep. many years. So he uh, covered the Angels. That's how I grew up be, being an Angels fan. And um, he worked at the Orange County Register and then the LA Times. So he spent a a lot of time around sports. So, so did I as, as a result every summer.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's, I, I completely forgot he was out there. Yeah. That makes it a little easier, I guess, to, to have some, you know, something uh, to, to fall back on if you have to, um, what, how, okay. So you're working like bartending. This is like everyone's story, right? Like doing uh, bartending, like serving stuff like that. Um, how, is that when you met Chelsea the fir- at first?
1: Uh, I met her when I was doing a, um, like in a improv class, like a comedy improv class, basically we were taking one together and then, um, she and I became fast friends and I knew she, she said she wanted to do stand up, And so we kind of started running around doing uh, open mics together. So I had someone to muddle through all that with too. (laughs)
0: That's good. It's good to have a, a partner in that. What, um, how did comedy progress for you? Like from, from that, because I know you did like your first TV appearance uh, on Premium Blend a little while down the road, but like the timeline and stuff. And, and just because I, I think a lot of people um, underestimate how much work goes into building a career in comedy.
1: Yeah, a lot of ups and downs, definitely. It was uh, it was a very long road and a lot of, um, you know, just doing random awful gigs and nobody being there or doing some good ones with people there and, uh, having some progress and then some no progress. And, uh, yeah, it just was a very long road of all of that. And, uh, you know, keep that bartending job (laughs) until, (laughs) until you're sure you don't need it anymore.
0: Um, do you still remember how to make a lot of, of drinks?
1: Oh yeah, I'm sure. And every time I host anything, people are like, "You make the drinks." I'm like, "You know what? I guess I can do it for free now." Fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, one of the questions I wanted to ask was about. Um, I think there was a pilot that you had filmed called Comedy Roadshow at some point for I think TBS. Is that yeah. it, right? What was uh, What was the premise that behind me. that? Oh. Uh,
1: it, it was uh, It was the to go to different. Um, uh, cities and perform in these like cool venues. Um, and, uh, and the one that we did, I did was, um, filmed in Macon, Georgia in this really beautiful theater. And it was super fun. Um, I don't believe it ended up going any further than that. And, but it was really fun. It was a really cool experience and, um, worked with this woman that I, I knew really well that, uh, or still know really well. And, um, yeah. And then I think, if I remember correctly, I think Harlan Williams was the host of that. Or maybe I'm crazy. He was the host of the premium blend I did for the, fir- the very first premium blend I did. And I think he hosted this too. And he, um, you might know because you, uh, you probably saw the names on it. But um, there was a host that would then like kind of delve into the city and the venue that we were going to. So it was a really cool idea. Um, and it wasn't just comedy. It was like also I think they would have like musical acts and stuff like that and bring sort of highlights to these different cities.
0: Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So it's a little like travel channel, a little, um, a little, uh, live entertainment. That's kind of, yeah. Fun. Yeah. Awesome. And then, um, I want to jump to Chelsea lately. Sorry. I kind of jump around here a lot. Cause I mean, quite honestly, you know, it's like, we, we, it's really hard to get everyone's all of their credits in uh, when, when they've done so many things. Um, <laughs> well, I want to talk about Chelsea lately uh, a little bit. So that's as where I first came to know you. Um, obviously you were a writer, um, on the round table a lot. And then like a, even a cast member on, uh, after lately, which was a spinoff. Um, my first question for you and I had jiffy on jiffy wild too um and asked the same question I love jiffy <laughs> and asked the same question like did you all have any idea at the time the connection that you were making with viewers at home
1: um not really I mean not at the beginning but then definitely as we went on because um once especially I think from any of us that did stand up um yeah. when we would go on the road and and the fans would come uh you you really got to understand how um how much they love the show and then you know here are some cool things about like we fall asleep watching you this is our you know i think that's the one cool thing i miss so much about that kind of show is is just a very silly show to watch before you go to bed at 11 o'clock at night instead of anything political or anything this and that like we just we just did dumb silly fun stuff that you could just you know fall asleep to without having nightmares hopefully. So (laughs) that seemed to be the connection most people were having. And they're very loyal fans. They're still, they still come to shows. They still buy books. They still support all of us. So it's really cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a great, like you said, it was like part of our daily routine. I mean, I remember we would watch every night, like you said, right before bed. Um, and yeah, it was just really fun. Like, I feel like too, because, um, of the way that the round table worked and you had people like coming in and out, right. Like you got to, I feel like it uh, it gave like a good understanding of people's personalities. Yeah. Uh, whether that's right or wrong, I don't know, obviously. Cause I don't really know <laughs> many people from the show, uh, like off, uh, off of the show. Right. But, no, uh, I
1: think everyone's personality was definitely was, you know, that's the thing about that show for the most part, it was pretty authentic. Like after lately it was more like a heightened version of everyone's personality. Cause it was scripted, sure. but Chelsea lately was, not scripted. And, um, you know, well, for the most part and we did sketches and stuff, but like round table, you really got to see people's personalities and jokes and the way they viewed the topics kind of come through really, um, honestly. And I think that's what people also really resonated with them, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, what is the most memorable one of them? And you may have more than one, but like, what's one of your most memorable scenes that or like moments from that show for you?
1: Um, we just had probably the, there was a week that, um, Dave Grohl guest hosted the show and, um, he was there every day and he would just like come into all of our offices and sit around and tell stories. And you'd be like, "Is fucking Dave Grohl in my office. Like this is (laughs) insane. And he was just so cool and was up for anything. And, um, the last day that he was guest hosting, he ordered a whole bunch of fried chicken and champagne and had us all go upstairs on this like area that you, we would have like little gatherings or whatever. And, uh, he was like, this is what I have after every concert. You gotta have fried chicken and champagne. And we were like, okay, thanks Dave girl. And we, uh, sure did. And it was a blast.
0: <laughs> that, that sounds like an amazing way to celebrate. What, um, can I ask, do you know, do you remember where the chicken was from? I'm very into ch- fried chicken. So
1: I don't remember. I'm sure it was <laughs> I'm sh- knowing him. I'm sure it was somewhere super cool from, uh, like a place that I couldn't, I don't know the name of, but, um, no, I wish I remembered, but it was too, I was too focused on just all of it. I think to really yeah. pay enough attention, and I should have.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's a it's the total fat kid in me that like that's where I would zero in. I'd be like, oh, this is really good fried chicken. I need to go back here, or you know, that's that's what I that's how I would look at it. <laughs> um, cool. One of the um, my last questions for you is, uh, I know that you mentioned like the stand up tours um there was like the comedians of chelsea lately tour that you all like that some of you did together and then uh people toured obviously individually do, uh everybody loves a good reunion tour is there any chance that we'll see a comedians of chelsea lately reunion tour
1: i don't know i don't know i mean everyone is so doing different busy, things yeah. and busy um on their own but it would definitely be fun if we could all get together and do something like that or even a you know a show or two um yeah. so maybe yeah, you should no. maybe you should be our tour manager and put it together
0: i have no idea what i'm doing but i'll uh, i'll get same
1: here otherwise i do
0: it <laughs> um what is it that Christina applegate says and don't tell mom the babysitter dead i'm um, i'm right on top of that rose i'm yeah, right on top go. of that rose yeah. <laughs> um awesome well i want to pivot to acting a little bit so you've done a, a whole ton of acting right like been on small roles on things from like Everything from Days of Our Lives to Monk, um, Netflix is Insatiable to Shameless. Um, what Do you have – I know this is like an unfair question probably for somebody that, that does acting, but like is there – each of those roles are different, right? Like each of the things that you've done. Do you have like um one that you gravitate towards the most or like a character that was that has been the most fun to play for you or like a show that you just loved so it's great to be a part of? I know you were like a fan of Shameless, I think. Yeah, your... I mean, I
1: obviously I just, Shameless would be the I, I feel like the most obvious answer because it was just so fun and like I already knew the I knew the show and it was just so cool to come in on something that had been on so long and and, um, had such a huge fan base and everyone was so, so cool. Everyone was just so kind. And that was nice that, you know, not to have people that you look up to let you down and be assholes or anything. So that was really nice. They were all great. Um, but then, and also really gracious for a show that had been on a long time to, um, they welcomed you as if you had, you'd been on it, you know, with them and, and welcome to shameless was really truly one of the first things they'd say to you when you walked on set. And that was cool. Um, that's very cool. Uh, but then also insatiable, I would say was just, uh, it was, it's just a nuts show. And that character, (laughs) um, I got to play kind of all the levels of a character that I would dream about. Like she was, a mess, but she was also a heart of gold and she kept messing up, but she kept trying to make it better. And she was funny and then she would be a mess again and you'd be pissed off at her, but then you'd kind of root for, her, and I think the kind of characters that you, um, that you see that are, are, are really trying that you really want to root for uh, to get yeah. their lives better. Um, that was one of uh, the most fun things to play. And then in season two, there was like, I had a crazy storyline where I had, unknowingly become a drug mule and had cocaine in my boobs and someone came to take it out. And I was like, I don't know that it gets any better than, than (laughs) these kinds of, you know, storylines that you just get to go, okay, this is what we're doing. And it was fun.
0: It was a, it was a fun show. Like, I think, uh, like you said, it, it was a little nuts. I watched, so I did watch, um, I watched the both seasons of it. Um, I remember when it first came out, there was like a little bit of a backlash or like outlash towards Netflix about like, promoting poor body image and stuff like that. Like as you guys were working on that, how, like, how did, like, how do you take that? Cause I don't think that, I don't think that that was the intent.
1: At no, all. it was not the intent. It was <laughs> the opposite. The show was really yeah. about the fact that even when she quote unquote got her this body that she thought would yeah. make her happy, she wasn't happy. So it was frustrating because I felt like, um, people were per usual judging something before they saw it. Um, yeah. I think that the promo for it that came out maybe had misled sort of this, the the storyline and, um, and, or at least that's how people took it, whatever it was. I mean, it had, you know, it happens, but once we got up and running, um, that all died down really. I mean, there was, I'm sure still some people and, 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 um, but we, you know, we had quite a fan base and, and a lot of people watched it. So, um, it, it, I think it turned out okay. But at first I was like, wait, what, what do people think this show is? I don't, I was just on it. We, I actually saw it. I know what the storylines are. (laughs) This is not, there was some really tough scenes for, for, uh, for the stuff that she went through as a, as a a person who was, you know, had an eating disorder, really, there was uh, a line, you know, there was things in that, that that were addressed. So I thought it was, um, it was frustrating to hear all that, but then it it ended up okay. Um, I believe
0: (laughs) there was, I, I feel like, um, I I think like a lot of people tend to do with streaming services. Like, uh, uh, we, we binged it very quickly, right. Yeah. But like, there was a lot, a, like you said, so much going on. It actually like gave me anxiety sometimes even yeah, yeah. was, like, I was yeah. like, oh my God. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a very fun show. I do have a totally random question that you may or may not know the answer to. Um, where did the na- where did the name or concept for Wiener taco come from?
1: I don't know that was uh that was a, a writers room thing and I don't know the answer to it but I uh am thankful for it because it was hilarious and uh, it was very funny. <laughs> it was very funny and I was very excited to have a character that worked in a place called Wiener Taco and got to wear a dumb shirt and a dumb hat and uh the Wiener Taco was a hilarious set that we had. And I loved every time we had to shoot something there. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun.
0: If you're, uh, if you're ever looking for something to do, if you haven't seen it before, there's a very fun Reddit thread that talks about, uh, recipes for how to make, like recreate wiener tacos at home. And then it of course goes into this whole, like, um, sexual innuendo behind the name, Uh, debate. So if you're ever really bored. um, Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. They made a whole menu uh, on the show that was like, you know, describe the things that would be put on the wiener tacos. And I was like, these are all sexual innuendos. (laughs) It was hilarious. (laughs) It's fun. You mentioned earlier that you did
0: uh, just recently did a live uh, production of Designing Women Back Home. How was it um, going back to like your theater roots and like being again? And and I know like some of what you and stand up is obviously in front of a live audience a lot of times. But like, how was it uh, to go to acting again back in front of a live audience versus, you know, something that was taped?
1: It was great. It was. It was a lot. It was a ton of work. I mean, uh, uh, I'm you know not trying to act like we were saving any lives, but it was. It was. Uh, it was hard work and a lot of work. And it was written by Linda Bloodworth Thomason and who created the TV show. So to work with her and work with her husband Harry, who are legends of television, was was really cool. And um, I'd never done a, a brand new show like that, a show that was you know being worked out for the first time, and obviously in hopes for it to, to keep going and be bigger. So, uh, the audience loved it and it was great. It was very, uh, random that it also happened to be in the town I grew up in. Um, but I was, I was like, all right, I guess it's going to be in Fayetteville and they're from the South and (laughs) it all made sense once I knew, but it also was like kind of cool to get to go home and and do that and have my family come and, and be very proud to sit in the audience. and, And that part was really cool too.
0: That is very fun. Do you know why? I mean, I know you said it's they're from the south, but like, was there a reason? Do they have ties to to Fayetteville, or was it, it just? Yeah. Was like I mean, a, Harry
1: is from Arkansas, and um, okay, and they uh, yeah, and Linda is from Missouri, and uh, this theater is 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 this beautiful like thirty five million dollar theater that's been built in Fayetteville, that's and so they just found this really cool. They were like, that's a good place to to start it out. So, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm glad it I'm glad it went well. Um, uh, I want to switch a little bit to uh, writing. You are a New York Times bestselling author um, of two books so far, I I believe. Life as I Blow It and um, Has Anyone Seen My Pants? Yes. Are there more books in your future, do you think?
1: Um, I think so. I think so. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Short answer. Yeah.
0: Um, I want to talk about John a little bit. Um, You guys met back in... 2014, I think, is that
1: uh, maybe yes. before then a yeah. little bit.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, this is an interesting story if if I've read it correctly, but I'm going to let you tell it. But um, I talk a lot about the importance of twitter on this podcast because i've met some of my very best friends in the world from twitter who were strangers and i think that twitter obviously played a part in, in your uh, relationship so i'd love to if you could take listeners through sort of what um how, how you guys ended up getting together
1: uh yeah he used to watch chelsea lately uh, he is a uh football player he was playing for the seattle seahawks at the time and he um Basically, it was just like uh, during a game, he approached Ross Matthews, who was also on Chelsea lately. And I'm sure many people know who he is. It's many, (laughs) many million credits after that and still going. And now he's on Drew Barrymore and a great guy. And he was on the sidelines because he's a big Seattle Seahawks fan. And John uh, just kind of walked up to him pregame and said, can you hook me up with Sarah Colonna? I've got a crush on her. And Ross was like, go play the game and I'll see. And um, (laughs) basically he, long story short, sort of tweeted and said, this guy's interested in you. And then he texted me on the side too. And, you know, and he was like, hey, I put you in this tweet with John Ryan and I really think you should pay attention to it because he's like a super nice guy. I've never heard a bad word about him. And I was like, athletes are gross. This is gross. And then, (laughs) uh, but I was like, but he's hot. So maybe it'll just be like fun to talk to him or whatever. And then, uh, Ross was correct. He's this, is the best guy. And we ended up, uh, getting married and Ross officiated our wedding. So yeah, pay attention to your tweets. Don't necessarily date, <laughs> date everyone that tweets you. Cause you could also let, end up in a freezer. Um, if someone, yeah. if you, if you, if you meet the wrong person on Twitter, but you know, just be careful, but you know, also pay attention.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Don't, don't shut them down. Um, right away. Uh, just meet in public the first time. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. And John is very funny also. Like if, if uh, you all don't follow him, he's uh, and he he's actually done some comedy now, right? I've seen him perform a little bit, like he, or been no, on stage a couple times. Yeah,
1: he's like hosted things with me when yeah. we're in Seattle. It's it's he's very funny, and but he has no uh, comedic aspirations, and he doesn't want to do it outside of. But when we're in Seattle, where we're where he played for ten years, and he's got this audience that gets excited to see him. Like he likes to introduce me and do, you know, he'll just do a few stuff. He always writes it himself. People always ask me. I'm like, no, he wrote it himself. It's all him. He's a very (laughs) funny guy. Uh, so that's usually where he does it. He won't. It's, um, I had someone ask me once like, Oh, maybe John, will want to open for you and -and so-and-so. And I was like, no, no, no. He only wants to do it in Seattle area where he's got like, he can sort of talk about certain things and have fun with it and, and, uh, go from there.
0: Good for him. Yeah. Cause getting on stage is, is ballsy anywhere. So oh, yeah, you know, yeah. He definitely uh, <laughs>
1: hasn't, it's, it's impressive that he gets up there at all, but, um, but he always has fun when he does it and, and underestimates himself on how funny awesome. he is when he does, but he's also like, I'm not trying to make a thing out of it. I just want to do it, you know, with you yeah. in these cities. Yeah. <laughs> how is his ankle? Oh, he broke it. Yeah. yeah. So he's just, uh, he's just healing. He's on the mend. <laughs>
0: Okay. Right. On. Well, best wishes to him for a, Thank a you. speedy recovery. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> um yeah, yeah, I know you also um host a weekly podcast or co-host with uh Mary um called Are You My Podcast. What um if you had to describe it to people that may not have heard it, what uh what could they expect tuning in?
1: Well, we right now we we started off kind of just last December talking about the Christmas lifetime movies and having some fun. Cause we were just trying to perk up our Decembers of 2020 when everyone else was uh, <laughs> probably trying to perk up their lives. And it sort of uh, graduated into us watching married at first sight, which is a TV show on lifetime. That is a very popular. And all of a sudden we were getting more and more listeners from doing that. So we were like during the season of married at first sight, that's what we do every Friday. And then when married at first sight is off season, uh, which is coming up next week i think actually it it ends um then we just do basically anything we'll, we we do a lot of like f- fun topics but not like you know no politics no nothing like that just like silly topics that we find online and want to have a, and we're like oh we got to talk about this and um <laughs> things like that so it's 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 been really fun and uh and we have some some really fun listeners so
0: that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, what's, what's next for you there, anything that you're allowed to talk about or what's on your vision board for the future?
1: Yeah. So, um, just doing some, I'm doing some up, and, and, uh, those dates are on Sarah If anyone is wanting to check those out and, uh, and then yeah, production and stuff seems to be getting back to normal. So fingers crossed something, uh, comes to fruition on that end soon too. Well, we will definitely
0: keep an eye out for you. And uh, if you make it over to, uh, to like the Chicago area for sure, you know, Liz and I will, we'll come Absolutely. out to
1: see you it. guys are always the best about that.
0: We love it. We love to it. it's, it's so much fun. It makes her such a fun night out. Um, those are all the questions I had for the first round. Are you uh, good to jump into the second round? The five for five? Yes. Okay. So the five for five, Sarah is famously or not famously named after the Arby's culinary deal from the nineties yeah. where you got five classic roast beef sandwiches for $5. Yes. Um, it's uh it fed our family many nights um in the uh so basically the way this works is uh you have the opportunity to ask me five questions i have five questions for you you are the guest so by all means i will let you uh start with your first question and then uh i'll i'll step in with mine
1: okay well what is the name of your high school mascot oh our high school mascot was
0: um we were weirdly the knights, so we were the South Dearborn Knights. But our mascot was actually a dragon, which I never understood, um, because I thought that knights slayed the dragons. Um, but I don't think our dragon had like a name.
1: Right. I guess I meant what was your mascot? Yeah, I shouldn't say oh, name, but yeah. Yes. So it no, was no. a ni- no. You're right. Yeah, but knights, but also dragons. So basically, you guys were all over the place. That's what you're telling. me. We were all over the place. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And, and and you know what the, one of the, it was cool to be knights. Like that's kind of like a cool mascot, but, um, one of the downfalls of that was like every, every single pun on night, like got used for everything. So like all of your proms or like dance themes would be like night on the town, but like with a K. Right. (laughs) That's funny. I can't imagine like being at the school like as a teacher for more than four years, and you're like, okay, we've we've had boogie nights like five thousand times or whatever. I don't, right. you know, I'm sure boogie <laughs> nights probably wasn't, but you know, you get know where I'm going. Close enough. Yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Do I are we, do I ask all my five first or?
0: Um, I'll ask one back. Usually, we'll just like volley back and forth. Um. So my first question for you in this round is. Which Disney princess do you think would make the best spy?
1: Oh my god. I don't um I honestly don't even know if I could name a Disney princess princess right now. Um is Cinderella a Disney princess? Yeah. No. Okay. Then I'd say her because she <laughs> cuz she she had to work really hard, you know. Yeah. It wasn't, didn't she have to scrub f- floors and stuff? Yeah. She had yeah, to work she her, worked way her ass up. off. Yeah. She had to yeah. work her way up. So I'm going to vote. I'm going to go Cinderella. And nobody recognized her when she was at the ball. Yeah, exactly. So like she has See? this like double she, identity. For she was sure. like a built in PI already. So there you, yeah. that was a good, that was a good answer for someone that was panicking about who was a Disney <laughs> fris- princess in the beginning of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, honestly, you re- recovered nicely. We could just cut that out and people would never know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your second question for me.
1: What was your first uh, alcoholic beverage that you tasted?
0: Um, First alcohol. So I didn't uh, drink in high school. I was very good. Um, I drank in college for the first time. And I believe that the first thing that I drank was, um, it might have been like a screwdriver. It definitely was vodka. Yeah, it was a screwdriver, which is a really, that's aggressive for a first drink. <laughs> Uh, but that's what it was. Okay. Uh, and I didn't, I don't even like orange juice. I'm not sure why I picked that at all. Quite honestly. I'm sorry. It's all coming back to me. We were in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, not to brag. Um, but we were there with like some college friends and it was a dry County. And so, um, we had to have somebody like go to a grocery store in the next County over and buy stuff and bring it back to the hotel room that we were, you know, we had piled like 30 people in, um, I think I probably did it out of like desperation. Cause like there just wasn't, I didn't have a lot to pick from. Do you know what
1: I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. yeah that's, I mean, it seems, and it's a standard. You're like, Oh, I've heard of that. I know what that is. Vodka, orange juice. Easy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's a great question. Uh, but Liz was the first person that actually got me drunk in college. Oh, nice. What a great influence. <laughs> <laughs> I like to remind her mom of that. <laughs> Um, my second question for you is if you were added to the Spice Girls, what would your Spice name be?
1: Hmm. Probably sarcastic Spice. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's, they would probably name me that. Um, yeah. but I'd also, I'd also take it. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's a great one, honestly. And it sounds like that, like you fit in really well too, because it's like you compliment the others. Because I don't feel like there's a lot of overlap. Like most of them don't seem like they would be uh, – I don't know. I don't know them, but this right. is, again, like the outward projection. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great answer. Great answer. Uh, your third question for me.
1: Um, okay. If you had to be on a competition to either sing or dance, which one would you choose if you were forced to be in? Um,
0: at this point in my life right now?
1: Yeah. Like would you be uh, on –
0: Dancing with the stars or the voice? Oh, are those the two that I'm picking from? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I would pick a dancing with the stars because at least somebody would be able to train me. I am not a good singer.
1: Right. Yeah, um, that's a good that's a good that's a good call. At least you know I someone would be there. And then you could blame them for not being a good enough teacher.
0: Yeah, absolutely, because it's not my fault. Do you um I would not make it very far though. No, right.
1: I don't think but, any um, of us I don't think many of us would. <laughs> Do you, general. do you watch dancing with the stars? I don't, but, um, okay. but yeah, I mean, I've seen it, but I don't watch it yeah. regularly.
0: Yeah, of course. No, I, I watched a little bit of it this season until, um, I don't know if you know that I'm a professional wrestling fan, but Mike, the Miz was on it and I really like him. So oh, okay. I watched until he was eliminated. Okay. All right. I'm fickle. I guess.
1: <laughs> I think that's, <laughs> that's what I would do if I was just watching it for one person too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When him and Jojo Seawog were in the bottom two, I was like, oh, he's going home. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was done. <laughs> um, my third question is for you is as an actress, um, what is if you had to pick one role from any TV show, movie, or play that you'd if you could only pick one that you wanted to play the most, what would
1: you pick? Oh. Um, well, hmm. Maybe I would want to play, I, w- I wouldn't want to redo it and I wouldn't want to take her out of it, but like a role, like I'd say, like, uh, Thelma and Louise, like a, one of those, you know, probably the Gina mm-hmm. Davis role. Cause it was fun to watch her go from like this meek housewife to like robbing stores and, and being sort of <laughs> in charge of, of trying to, you know, pick Louise up when she was down, uh, or, and get into, you know, I really loved that, like arc of a storyline for someone. So I would probably say that. No,
0: that's a great answer. It's a very, that's a, and a fun role. Yeah. I love that.
1: Um, okay. What would your wrestling name be since now that I know you're a big fan of wrestling?
0: Um, can I tell you, uh, or something really nerdy and embarrassing?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: (laughs) You're like, yes, please do.
1: Um,
0: in, after high school, there was, um, there's this thing called e-wrestling, which (laughs) is really for nerds. It's like, if you, um, you basically go on and create characters and then like, You'll go on and like, uh, a couple times a week, there'll be a show, uh, air quotes that you'll basically go on and like, write You'll script a promo is like when they're doing their like in ring stuff. Um, and then the people that run the promotion will decide who is doing the best like character development <laughs> and then they'll win the match when they have like a big show, like a pay-per-view. Uh, so I used to do that. Shocking. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and my character's name was, um, it's terrible. i uh, so it's, uh, his name was Sean T Dylan or STD for short. Amazing. Uh, he was part of a, a tag team called, um, the frat boys and, uh, his tag team partner was Jordan cage. Um, and I had a newsletter that I actually started, not a real newsletter, but like I would send, I would spam people from my hotmail. Um, and it was, it would come out once a week and it was called STD spreads.
1: <laughs> that is, hilarious I love it
0: yeah <laughs> that is funny. uh so I guess I would pick that Sean Dillon was like an okay character um and then uh I mean he has there's a lot of progression and that character has been done many times in wrestling but um yeah I guess that if I could pick any character that's what that's what my wrestling I like it would be. my fourth question for you is I just read that Mariah Carey <laughs> Announced a deal with McDonald's, where she's releasing one of those Mariah Carey meals. Um, Amazing! If you had a fast food restaurant that had a Sarah Colonna meal, what restaurant would it be from, and what would be in the meal?
1: Um, it would be from Wendy's. Uh, okay, because I I enjoy a square burger. I got no problem with it. I think it's delicious, and um, I would have. Their what would it be in there? I guess just their single with cheese, and okay. also their spicy chicken sandwich. So it would be a double sandwich meal because their spicy chicken sandwich is delicious. A large fry because I think their fries are even better than McDonald's. I know I'm going to get a lot of hate mail over that, um, but they're delicious <laughs> and uh, and just a big old regular Coke, like a big old fountain Coke. You know, it's not oh, that yeah. it's not that exciting of a meal, but you would be satisfied.
0: Yeah, well, I like that. Here's what I like: where you took it was that there are two sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, I feel yeah. like everybody like throws in extra little things, like, oh, I don't know, like I'm. But yeah, two yeah. sandwiches. Like that's that's a I no can, bullshit. I can get down two
1: with that. sandwiches, and yeah. you know you can if you can't finish them both, then you got look you got yourself some dinner as after yeah. your lunch. You, you can save up the second sandwich for a, a snack or, another meal.
0: Yeah. It's um.
1: i it's even put two things. Of fr- I put two things of fries in there too, actually, so that you have a, a set of fries for both your sandwiches. I'm not skimpy. I love I'm Not skimpy.
0: Yeah. No.
1: No. I love it. You're getting your money's worth yeah. with the Sarah Colonna meal.
0: Um, I did have a question about Wendy's. Where? What was my question for you? Why is it delicious? Is chicken. Um. Nope. I'll, if I. Th- oh, have you tried their new fries? Because they, they now come with like a guarantee.
1: Wait, I didn't know that. There's not like enough Wendy's around me, so I guess I haven't been to one in a bit. But, um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> they, I did they not know said- that they had a, I haven't really, you know, again, I love them, but no, I haven't been to one in a bit, so I did not know about the new fries.
0: No, it's, I mean, that's totally fine. That's what I'm here for is to, is to, to bring you up to speed. Um, so I don't know if the fries actually are different or if they are just like now they, they are different, but basically they give away like, um, it's like a guarantee. So it's basically like they're hotter, they're crispier than ever. And like if you, they have a guarantee and if you're disappointed, um, then you can get them like replaced or like your money back or something like oh, that.
1: Oh, They're just really asking for it with that. Cause you're just going to get people just to eat them all and then say, I didn't like those. And they're giving me more, but you know what? Absolutely. That's what you do when you open yourself up like that. So,
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. (laughs) Um, okay. So your fifth and final question for me in this round.
1: Okay. What is your, what is your go-to karaoke song? Um, if I'm, if you're uh, karaoke.
0: Yeah, no. And I do. Um, I mean, I haven't in a while, but I would, I'm down for karaoke. Um, I loved doing baby got back, uh, because I feel like it's a crowd pleaser. Um, it's fun. It's like upbeat. Uh, but you don't have to really be able to sing for it as long as you, like, know the words and can keep up. Um, if I'm singing singing, I actually really liked <laughs> – I used to like to do um, Come a Little Closer by Derek Spentley. That's a nice one. It's a nice song. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why I thought I could do that when I couldn't sing, like, you know, any song. Right. Because <laughs> uh, Derek Spentley is actually a really good singer. So I'm not sure. But um, maybe it was the drinks, you know. Yeah, the confidence. It was the screwdrivers. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I like those two though. Cause I feel like, uh, I, you know, sometimes you got to
1: slow it down a little bit. Yeah. You got to bring them, you got to bring the people a little, you know, softness, your soft side. Yeah.
0: yeah. My brother used to, um, I don't know if he listens to the podcast or not. If so, I'll get hate mail for this, um, <laughs> from my mom. Cause he'll tell her, um, he used to, he was like an okay singer. Uh, like he was in show choir and stuff in high school. Um, but he wasn't like, that good, you know? And, uh, but he thinks that he is. And so he would do things like at this, we went to a biker bar. That's like where we used to do karaoke all the time and outside of Cincinnati. And, um, they would like start the song or whatever. And he would be like, it's in the wrong key. I need you to restart it in a C sharp or whatever. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. And I was like, uh, you're, there's no one here scouting new talent for record deals tonight at the best damn bar. Yeah. Like Like, calm down. Yeah. Yeah. it's, It's fine. Like Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, so um he takes it a little more seriously, yeah. I, mean, I guess, is the moral of that story. There's a
1: few like there's a few people like that. Yeah, a little serious yeah. about their karaoke. I mean, I guess you never know who's sitting in
0: the audience. That's true. You never know. Never know. Um, my last question for you in this round is <laughs> in your life, what is one uh what is your biggest face palm
1: moment? Oh. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I dated someone that for five years that I probably shouldn't have. So I guess that was a face palm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with that. Yeah, a couple that's, of. <laughs> uh,
0: no, that's great. We don't need to know anymore. You, we won't stop you, but we're not going to ask
1: you to keep no, going I if don't, you don't want no, to. No, nothing. Just kind of like sometimes <laughs> you look back and you're like, God, that was a real waste of uh, a lot of my time, you know. And so yeah. I'll give that a face palm for myself because. Uh, I, you know, I could have really cut it a lot shorter than that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, geez. That's fun. That's fun. I'm sure there's some great stories there. Um, <laughs> awesome. We'll move into the third round, which is the fast friends fortune teller. Um, so in this round, Sarah, we, uh, I'll use this fortune teller. I'll ask you a series of questions. It'll reveal on activity, um, based on the activity we'll play that. Uh, and then, uh, we'll move into a friend request. So the first question is for all of this, uh, f- fortune teller round the premises that we are on a road trip. So you and I are in a car, we're driving and I say, Sarah, can you turn on some boy band music? Cause I love boy bands. Um, and you get to pick from the first song, would you pick Backstreet Boys in sync one direction or 98 degrees?
1: Oh, I'd put in some one direction. I, I, oh. I enjoy all of them, but I love me some one direction and I don't, and uh, I'm here to say it.
0: I love that. Do yeah. you have a favorite song from them? steal my girl. It's a solid song. I'm going to have to listen to that. I don't know that I know it off the top of my head. It's a good one. Okay. All right. I would play it, but you know, we don't have the copyright. So (laughs) if you're listening at home, get on Spotify and play it. Um, we stopped for snacks. Uh, and would you pick from the, from these four snacks, would you pick Sour Patch Kids, Cheez-Its, Corn Nuts, or Milk Duds? Ooh, Milk Duds. Okay. I love a Milk Duds. Good choice. Absolutely. Yeah. They're really good. I, I know the answer to this question, but I have to ask it in its entirety. We uh, stop later and we're going through a drive through to get food. Would you stop at Burger King, McDonald's, Arby's, or Wendy's?
1: <laughs> you know, I'm stopping at my Wendy's. That's right. <laughs> Got to get and
0: that Sarah Colonna Yeah, meal. and then
1: I'm going to eat all the fries and then complain about them and get more.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. That's, that's going to be, that would be like my dad's meal. Like (laughs) it's just the fries. And then you eat all of them until there are two left take them back, complain, get a new order. Yeah. rinse, repeat. (laughs) The game that we're playing, Sarah is uh, a card game called ask me anything. So I will select some cards at random and ask you the questions. Okay. Uh, What is the most childish thing you still do as an adult?
1: Oh, um, most childish thing I still do as an adult. That's a good question. I'm just trying to, I feel like I do a lot of childish things. No, um, (laughs) most childish thing I do as an adult, I guess it would be like, uh, like throw a fit over something like not working, like not being able to get something to work, uh, that, I know I should be able to, and instead of being like a rational human and being like, let me figure this out, doing things like John to my husband, you know, being, come (laughs) here, I can't figure this out. So I would say, uh, you know, small little tantrums over tiny things is probably, uh, the right answer for that. (laughs) And I
0: feel like my husband would agree. (laughs) I was going to say, I understand and I can relate. (laughs) Uh, I do the same thing. Like technology is what gets me the worst. Yeah. Yeah, that Like, I just like throw shit. I'm just like, I don't like I'll throw the remote. And Liz is like, does that did that make you feel better yeah.
1: or not opening a jar, not being able to open a jar? I'm like, I guess they just didn't want me to ever get this open. It's like, what kind of <laughs> with this, like that's kind of what kind of fucking business plan is this jar? And I get really angry. Yeah.
0: Um. The second question is, should organs be able to be bought and sold?
1: Oh, No. No, no, that's no, that sounds awful. I mean I they they I know that they could be donated when someone is uh, you know, passed away. That's good because they can go to good, but I don't think they should be bought and sold. That seems like some Vegas black market stuff that I don't want any part <laughs> of. Um, What is your favorite smell? Um, vanilla. I love the smell of vanilla.
0: Oh, okay. yeah, right on. Uh, what is one song you would like played
1: at your funeral? Ooh, I mean, I guess steal my girl by One Direction. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Or I want you to sing uh, that Dorks Bentley song at my funeral if you don't I'll mind. slow it down.
0: Yeah. And then at the after dinner, that's when I'll do Baby Got Back. There you go. Got to pick things up again. You got to know your audience. Yeah. Um, the last question is, can you play a musical instrument?
1: No, I wish I could. No. No, I have zero musical talents, and uh, it's the one thing I wish someone would have tried to get me into some sort of musical instrument when I was a kid, but I probably just would have uh, said I didn't want to do it and quit when I got frustrated, so it's probably, I feel like my family knew me well.
0: Did you never – you never even played like one of the plastic recorders?
1: No, no. My sister did that, and so that was one of the things. Like I had an older sister, and she played that, and I was like, holy god, that noise is awful. Um, And so I never tried it because she wasn't good at it.
0: Okay. Right on. (laughs) Um, We didn't have a choice. We had to do it, so.
1: Oh, I see. (laughs)
0: Uh, So this is the moment, Sarah, that we've been building to the entire recording. This is the moment it comes down to this, the friend request. So um, Sarah Colonna, if Logan Cummins has sent you a friend request based on our time that we spent together today, would you confirm or delete the friend request?
1: I would confirm
0: it. Thank you so much, Sarah. I would. We can go to Wendy's. We can listen to One Direction. That's right. We're going to have a nice road trip. Karaoke. <laughs> if, you're, uh, if you're listening at home and when Sarah and I hang out for the, the first time and you have ideas for uh, something that we should do, feel free to tweet us. Um, you can tag us on Instagram, send us messages, or you can even text the podcast at 872-267-2735 and give us ideas. Sarah, can you please tell people where they can find you, follow you, consume your podcast, see your comedy, all of the great things that you put out into the world?
1: Yes, it is uh, Sarah Colonna, dot com is where like uh, tours and my links to my books and all that stuff, uh, at Sarah Colonna 1, the number one on Instagram, because someone... Someone else got there first, and then everything else—Twitter and Facebook—is just Sarah Colonna. Are they just squatting on it? I feel like they are, but then um, at one point their account went private, and um, and so I feel like either she knew that I was like stalking her, trying to see if she was using it. No, I think it's just a real person with the with that name that got there first, and. Um, You know, it's a, it's not the most common name, but there's a few of us. And she was, she was hipper than me. She got to Instagram before I did. I can't, I have nobody to blame, but myself.
0: (laughs) It happens to the best of us. (laughs) Well, Sarah, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for being uh, my friend. And I uh, can't wait to see you in real life.
1: Thank you. Super fun. Yeah. Hopefully I'll see you and Liz soon.
0: Awesome. Have a great night. Thanks for listening to the Fast Friends Podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for an all-new episode. Go ahead and hit subscribe so you don't miss it. You can follow me on Twitter at Logan Cummins. And if you have a suggestion on someone that I should be friends with, go ahead and let me know at fastfriendspodcast.com.